What's up, everybody? It's Hi. that time again. <laughs> it's the show where we talk about any and everything that makes you say, wow, okay. Let's hear it. Yes. Well, this week is the most famous holiday, everyone. It is Valentine's Day. The day we spend money on people that we probably not going to like next week. To try to find a date with somebody you ain't even attracted to. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day for me started in school. Remember, like, the oh, little yeah, Valentine's you had Day card, you had to bring it to everybody. And if you didn't get one, you felt all sad. I didn't like people from the jump in my <laughs> life. So when my mother told me I had to battles and give those out, I was like, why? I remember being the one and only kid. They'd be like, I don't want to. Like, I never wanted to give them out. That sounds about right. That sounds mm-hmm. like you. Yeah, yeah. And I used to get a lot of them. I used to get a lot of little boys sending them to me. And I used to always be like, I don't. Did you give me any candy? Like, oh my god! Because I only wanted the heart thingies, the candy. I hated those. Those were so Ugh. good. That's probably like chalk. They were good. I love the lollipops though. I was all about the lollipops. I was all about the candy on uh, Valentine's Day every time. Other than that, I was like, I don't really get it. But... Wait, did your school make it mandatory that if you gave one to one, you have to give one to everybody? Because yes, because, because they, they wanted they to like. I think after a while, they made it where. You had to spread the love all around because there was always one little boy in the class mm. that was like light skinned and cute, and all the girls would give him one. <laughs> and all the other little like boys would be like, I guess I'm ugly. So, I mean, it was the same for the girls. The girls were like, That too. Yeah. And they wanted to create where people didn't feel that way. So, I do mm. remember that. I definitely was very anti social, even very young. So, I was always like, If I didn't get any, I was like, I don't care. Like, I, was I was really social when I was young, like really social, but I didn't care. I didn't like have feelings for anyone like that like now I think about it my first kiss was in second grade she was starting early oh okay okay I don't think I I, like first no but this was funny because like I didn't really I didn't have crushes on boys I actually Loki was like a little bit of a tomboy like I'd always play basketball the boys would be like I'm yeah that was my yeah exactly um but Okay, so second grade was my first kiss. I was on the swing set, you know, having my time of my life. And uh, one of these boys, like, ran up behind me and was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second, Ava? And I was like, all right, fine, I can guess. Can I talk to you for a second, Ava? I okay. mean, that's kind of ridiculous. I'm on the swing, so no, but whatever, I they stopped. They was talking with, like, some Billy D. Williams talk and on the swing set. <laughs> so I stop, and I'm still on the swing set, and I turn around, and he kisses me and then runs away. Oh, and I, I remember like, that. Yeah, I was like, what just happened? But then I um, then I ended up getting a crush on him forever after that. And then I, years later, I learned that it was a dare that they had done for him. So I wasn't even like a real crush. Uh, whatever, he's like five It wasn't five like that now. with my neighborhood. <laughs> I don't think they, when I think I originally started to like notice that boys liked me, they weren't trying to kiss me. In my neighborhood, which was like Harvey, Illinois, mm-hmm. y'all know where that said, they weren't trying to kiss. These little boys were trying to do some other shit early. So I remember it was all about touching a girl's booty first. But you all didn't even have booties back then. I didn't even know about it either. You're right. I wasn't even thinking about <laughs> booties. Like, it was like third grade. And I think dudes were like trying to just run and like rub on your booty and run. Like, and it was just like weird. I feel like the You'd first, be like, was there something on my pants? <laughs> listen, I remember when it first happened to me on the playground. I was like some kind of like response like that. Right. Like, what? Like, I don't even think I like knew what he was trying to do. Someone had to tell me. Oh my God. That's so they were funny. like, girl, he like you. And I was like, oh, I thought there right. was something yeah, on my pants. pants. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's too funny. I mean, which, which brings us to our topic today, which comes with our thing called love. You would think it's going to be love because it's Valentine's Day, but no, we talking about heartbreak. Heartbreak, guys. Mm. Like, there's always like a heart in the emoji category on your phone, but there's always the one with the crack in the middle. Always the always <laughs> so like, when was your first heartbreak ever in life? Like, starting really young. Starting really young. Well, okay, because here's the thing about heartbreak. Of course, like, we're going to talk about our experiences, and and luckily, we've been lucky enough to that those are more relationship-wise. But there there are a lot of heartbreaks. There are, like, you know, your parents leaving, or anyone you know dying, or friendships leaving, or there's so many different type of heartbreak in this world. So, I, even though heartbreak is really, really, really hard... I was lucky enough for it to be an end of a relationship or not. Technically, 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 we weren't even in a relationship. It was him <laughs> deciding. You know how we do, ladies. He's like, he, he with me. Oh, he gonna come around, right? He's like, can't be coming around. He giving me that kind of dick and thinking, you ain't my man. <laughs> you my man. Um, yeah, my first, the only, the only heartbreak that I can feel that was my true, real, real heartbreak, like I torn from every piece of my body was um, when I 
was the guy that I lost my virginity to. And oh my god, I didn't even think about the virginity life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are usually. Like, but it was eight years later when he when I after it was eight years later because I waited eight years for us to like be together and he was like, yeah, Ugh. I never really loved you and I never thought I was ever gonna be with you and I was like, Ugh. but how I mean, old were you when he said something like that? Twenty four. Okay, he was oh. old enough to be an asshole. So I was gonna, Ooh, get, I was yeah. gonna be like, well, maybe he was too young to know. Or maybe even twenty five. No, uh, no, he no, knew. he was a true, he knew. true asshole. He was a true asshole. But the truth, I mean. The heartbreak you know, was coming throughout the yeah. the heartbreak was coming throughout the years. I knew it always was, and that was just like, like devastating. Like, not just this person who I who I feel like I love. Although now, like looking back at it, having time with it, you know, you realize different things, and we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. it was the fact that I had put so much time and effort and energy into believing and hoping that this will one day work out. So it was also a heartbreak from that. You know what I mean? It was like my dream of this future is shattered too. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like a lot of people say that when uh, they talk about heartbreak, it's not just about being disappointed about the relationship. A lot of people are like, I put so much time. Yeah. I put so much of this. Yeah. And actually that's true. So um, I learned like there's scientific evidence where the people stay in, in crappy relationships um, because it ain't nobody better. No. no, 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 no. They stay with it because of how much time and effort they put into that yeah. relationship. And it's the same thing as gambling addicts. So yeah. people will be like, if you don't have a gambling problem, you'll be like, I don't understand how you can sit at the table for that long, lose all your rent and still keep going. And it's be the same way as like, well, I don't understand how you can be with a man who treats you like shit and tells you he doesn't love you and keep going back. It's like, because you're like, well, I put in so much time, time. and effort. The, the payoff will come and it will be great. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and it's like, yeah, no, we can sit here and Because it almost feels like accepting that the payoff will come is, is better than accepting that you lost all this time and energy and yeah. money and whatever. Yeah, like that, you yeah. know. So when was your heart, first heartbreak? Oh, my God. I think it was a basketball game. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, I, let's hear this. That's the first time I ever was like, disappointed and heartbroken that we didn't win i hate you we're gonna you need to get deeper than that on this shit i remember i was very competitive as a kid and my mom i remember my mother was i I will never forget this day it was either a basketball game or a track meet that i didn't win and i remember crying in my t-shirt and my mother was like are you crying like she was disappointed she should be disappointed well i mean no she was like are you serious if you don't get your i lost this track meet looking at somebody here Get in the car, and I was just like, she shouldn't be disappointed in you crying. I understand that, but she should be disappointed in the fact that that's your first heartbreak. Okay, because that was my first first heartbreak. I'm trying to okay, like as a child, or not even as a child, because you you have a crush. Oh yeah, I had so many crushes as kids, and that they didn't if they didn't like me back, that felt like the world was ending. I think I, this this is great that we're talking about this because this has helped me learn about myself as an adult. There we go. Because I'm like, I don't think I ever gave a fuck. You just learned that. You say that every episode. I never give a fuck. I never give a fuck. I, as, a, as my, in my youth, I think that, yeah, this might be true, guys. In <laughs> my youth, I think that there was little boys that I liked in my class. You know, they passed notes. Do you like me? Yes or no? Would you be me? I should know. Circle. I think I had a lot of that. Yes kind of thing. And then they would move on to the next girl. And I would kind of be like, you kind of feel something like, dang. But I think I would bounce back pretty quick. I would say my first official heartbreak i dated this guy in high school he was such a bad kid i loved bad boys she still does <laughs> he was the worst his name was antoine Ooh, you should have known first of all antoine, <laughs> thank the lord or whoever was watching over me they was like let me go ahead and slide you up out of this antoine category i don't even know if i even know what an antoine is nowadays his name was Antoine Johnson. Ooh, girl. Ooh, Antoine Johnson. Okay. I liked him so much. Oh, my God. His Not only was his name Antoine Johnson, which, by the way, sounds like he could be in jail now. <laughs> but his little, his his name, I like guess, neighborhood name was Little Crispy. Ooh. I'm going to drink to that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. He drove a blue okay. cutlass. <laughs> Ooh. He drove a blue cutlass. He was older than me. He's from the west side of Chicago. If you know what that means, ladies, he was crazy. Um, <laughs> but I loved it. He was funny. He was edgy. He had a car. So then what was the heartbreak? He was fucking everybody else, and I wasn't ready to have sex yet. Um, 
So since I wasn't willing to give up my virginity, he was definitely treating me like that. And it hurt my feelings. But I was always bad about it. And if my best friend Ebony is watching this, I remember he was cheating on me again because I wouldn't give my virginity up. And we caught him with this girl that was giving up her cooch with her fucking thought ass. <laughs> wherever, whatever her name was with her bogus ass hair. So I just came right out. <laughs> and I rolled up on him. We was listening to 3 Six Mafia. My friend Ebony had just got her permit. She didn't even have a license yet. And we rode up on him in her mama car. And I was like, come over here now. And he was looking at the car like, these bitches is crazy. And the old girl got scared. Yeah, I was turned to, I think I was 16. I was 16. I was 16 years old. And I remember rolling up on him and her. They was hugging outside. And I was like, fuck this bitch. It was crazy. And that's when my best friend Ebony was like, yeah, I'm going to call you anytime I need backup. Because you ready. Because <laughs> I was so mad. But it hurt my feelings, though, that he... So, and then he did it again. Because he, he ended up having that situation happen with her. And then I came and drove up on them mad. And then he was supposed to take me to prom. But he took this other girl named Linda Gordon. And you follow me on Instagram, bitch. He took Linda Gordon to prom. Because he, he couldn't uh, graduate Linda high Gordon. school. Right. We cool now, too. Hey, Linda, girl. We cool now, still to this day. Um... But uh, he took her to prom, and I, that was the first time I, like, cried because he, him and I were, like, really, really, like, because he didn't graduate high school. He was, like, really bad. Yeah, this he is had to go, like, right here. Yeah. <laughs> he had to go to, like, some kind of, like, boot camp school. Oh, we have one of those. I think it was called Redwood. I know exactly. Something like that. He had like to go to, like, finishing, a, like, yeah, but not finishing So school. he wrote me a lot of letters. We wrote a lot of letters to each other. Like, when I was in high school, he couldn't be in high school. He, I wrote him letters, and, like, my mom was like, that was the first time my mother was like, we got to talk about sex. Okay. Because she was like, this is, like, a thing. They writing letters. Like, she likes him, like him. This is, they out here like pen pals. I got to check and see if y'all going to be trying to do it. And I was so thinking I was going to go to prom with him, and, yeah, he took Linda Gordon, and I, that was the first time it hit me, like, I was sad. I was fucking sad. But I was always okay. like, yeah. You were sad. But yeah. would you consider that heartache or heartbreak? I was definitely like, yeah, I was, yeah. Because I definitely know the difference. Okay. Not talking. Oh, yeah, like not, not fell into a depression. Yeah, not. Sorry about that, guys. Fatima got a call from her agent, which we always have to take. You got to stop and you got to find out where the money's coming from. I mean, like, if some man's calling you, no, boot by. But, and that's uh, my <laughs> fault, though. I should have airplane silent mode them and sent them to the voicemail. But it's okay. We out here working, okay? I know. But, yeah, I was. that was the first time that I stopped talking. My mother was, like, really, like, are you okay? And, like, I didn't say what was wrong with me. I just was one of those types. But she kind of knew there was something going on. Because I had spoken to my mother about going to his prom. Okay. And then when I didn't go, she definitely realized that that was why I was sad. But I was a sports head at that time in my life. So I just got real hardcore into basketball and just stopped talking to everybody. Damn. Okay. So, yeah. I would would consider that a lot more heartbreak. Because, so, the the heartache, you know, something that we all really feel... But I would, but heartbreak is something completely different, and there's actually scientific evidence um, towards like the, what happens when your heart breaks. And um, the thing I, I would equate them to being sad versus being depressed. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like heartache is being sad, and being mm-hmm. depressed is like really like you know it's a real thing. You need to get checked out. So heartbreak actually can cause you to die. Actually, I don't think my heartbreak would is is bad. Like I mean. To be honest, the first time in my in my whole life that have you ever like okay this happened to me and it was crazy because I had always been a girl that's been trained by my mother to bounce back very quickly mm-hmm. or find something to get into like that's the way I've always been raised where like if something happened that hurts my feelings I'm like well get go real hard for this right I want to say I'm not I don't want to go back to the same story but like my broken engagement was the first time I ever continuously Googled heartbreak okay I kept Googling because I kept on being like. This is not over yet, right? Like I mean, every day, I kept on being like, "I mean, I get it." Thanks. I mean, you even did went to the men. You even checked yourself yeah, in. Listen, I had never felt like that in my life. Yeah, that's and I kept break. doing it every and, I, and my health did have. I had a lot of health issues yeah. during that heartbreak. So yeah, so heartbreak. So there's scientific evidence that that like heartbreak syndrome, which actually has a, another scientific name for it, which I can't pronounce. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it causes your body to spike in stress and stay at that high stress level which can cause which shuts your immune system down 
effectively kind of so you're and you're also losing dopamine and all those um mm-hmm. things in your in your mind that make you happy have you ever looked at yourself in photographs during your heartbreak versus yourself when you start to get better no and get over it the last thing it's i want to do is to look in the mirror during a heartbreak but it's incredibly interesting mm, yeah. um i remember because i i literally i swear to you that was like i just could not i could not figure out like why i wasn't passing right i i remember numerous of nights I would like lay in my bed and just Google, like you know, people's relationships. Or I would like anybody has ever anybody, anybody ever been that heart, heartbroken before? Where you're just like he left and he didn't do this, or he didn't call and he didn't do this. Like I went through that. Well, okay, so I think the heartbreak that you had in um because the the way that your fiance left you just. I'm not marrying you goodbye. I never saw you ever again. I never saw this nigga again. I know we lost that film last time. No, we didn't. We, we, no, we didn't. Remember we, um, we filmed it when I had the story and they oh, lost that video. Oh my God, yeah. I guess they can hear it from the last yeah. episode. If you listen to Rejection Part 1. Yeah. Hey, I had never, like I had never been, you know, people break up all the time. Right. And then you either go back and forth on arguments over the phone or right, like yeah. you, you know, you whatever you do. But I had never been broken up before and never heard or seen the person ever again. Right, right, right. So he just like up and left, like it just, just disappeared. So the heartbreak that you had was attuned to a heartbreak of someone dying, which yeah. is the worst kind of heartbreak when you, there is no, when it's sudden and no closure. No closure. That's when, um, yeah. so it is extremely rare, but this one type of heartbreak syndrome can be so bad, especially like, and it usually comes after a death. Um, your adrenaline can spike so high that your heart, um, balloons up and causes you to have something that looks like a heart attack. So it is really rare, but it is it, like, if it, you know, definitely know yourself and, and, and watch out, you know, cause that can happen. And that's also, also if I was researching that, um, within, if you know someone that dies, you were the likelihood of you passing away within 30 days is also it, it, like skyrockets because your stress levels are so high that your immune system drops. I've heard that before. Yeah. I've heard that before. But people that have uh, lost people, they yeah. either die themselves or they get extremely sick. Right. That's why when you're older, a lot of a lot of couples, like if, if you know, your grandma or grandpa, one of them dies, yes. the other one dies right afterwards. Because already you're already old. If your immune system goes down because you're so depressed, yeah. then yeah, of course, you, you know, you just can be taken out by the flu. Like, I, that, I, it was such a confusing time for me. Well, yeah. So it's like death because he just walked out your life. Never again. Never saw him again. I had to f- figure it all out by myself. Like mm. I had to create my own closure. I had to create my own reasoning. I I mean, lucky enough, I had great people in my life, friends, family, therapists that were there to like help me like figure out that if someone does something like that, that's not a personal, you didn't do anything wrong. Right. Something's fucking wrong with this person. Right. If they're doing that. But it's also like the crazy. same thing. If someone but, died, you were also looking for answers. Why did they die? Not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? How am I supposed to go on living without them? And then the therapist would be like, well, life just happens like that. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, yeah. So like. Yeah, so of course you were Googling, like, why is this not gone? Why am I not, why I, is heartbreak so real? I had so such real? a great amount of people around me that was trying to motivate me to move forward, along with my mother, my brother, thank God for them. Um, a lot of great friends in my life that were, like, so there for me. But I'm not an emotional person. During that time, I literally cried in front of people in the most random places. Right. And that was not who I was, which made me feel so uncomfortable with myself. Right. Like, I would cry at Ralph's. <laughs> I would cry at Whole Foods. Right. I cried at restaurants. I cried at clubs. I cried she was the at... <laughs> I was doing Instacart that year, and literally, no. I brought the saddest groceries. The saddest groceries There were people that would see. tip me so great, probably, because my glasses were so foggy. I, I never... And I, I have this... You so guys if you want to make money on Instacart, people, just cry. Look Get sad. Look sad. Or look like you have no life ahead. Oh, no. Um, but I have my one of my favorite hoodies. Um, I still have to this day that USC hoodie. Mm-hmm. I don't let it go because it was my outfit for every day after that. I okay. never wore anything else. I woke up every day and put on the same fucking hoodie. That's another thing that comes with heartbreak. Right, yeah, depression. You stop caring about yourself well yeah that's and those are signs of depression depression is you know what i mean definitely when you you lose interest in things that you you used to be interested in uh you don't have energy or motivation to do the things you need to do and then the saddest part is 
the only thing that's really going to keep you moving and keep you going after heartbreak or anything like that or depression is getting out and exercising, getting your blood pumping yeah. to get all your all of your uh, levels, everything, every chemical in your brain to get back to normal. You have to literally push your body, but that's the last thing you want to do. Girl, you, know? I was you, you don't even want to shower. I, like, I fell asleep. I think at that time, every day at like five thirty. I just was done with the day. Damn. I was like, I, sun's down, day's down. And I'm funny thing though is after, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that happened. It took me about a year to get over that. But that much early sleep and not eating and sadness, I looked amazing. Yeah, I was just saying, she's always amazing. Like, <laughs> like when I started leaving the house again, people were like, bitch, what is your secret? I'm like, depression, bitch. Get with it. I cannot. I'm serious. Like I remember, like I remember because my one of my close friends, Alicia, <laughs> Um, her birthday was right around the time that I started to heal. Because I think it was a year later. We had broke up September of 2016. Mm. And Alicia's birthday was October. I don't know. I'll write offhand. Forgive me, Alicia. But it was October something. 2017 was the first time I had left the house. Okay. I, I I never hung out with anyone. I stopped right. talking to my friends. I didn't leave that. I just did Instacart, guys. This was how fucked up I was. But I remember that one day that I went to her birthday party, everybody was like... <gasps> I came in. I came in like depression looked good on a bitch. Okay, collarbones popping, cheekbones sharp, bitch. Okay, you've been sleeping for like a year. Bitch was in a goddamn casket for a year. I came out. I the smog ain't hit me like I because I was just wearing sunscreen every day. That was the first time I wore makeup again. My skin was like, hold up, let me down. It was all the Beyonce songs was playing every time I came somewhere. I looked amazing, and I remember people being like, I mean, I know you sad, but shit, you might not want to get happy. You know what I mean? Like, low-key. <laughs> I hate you. People were like, just you. stay in between. Oh, don't my God. Don't, don't get too happy, all right? Oh, my God. I can't. I look my, that, so good. Well, you lucky, because my depression went the other way. I'd be, like, in bed eating, just, like, crying. I like, no, that's Bible. funny. Some people told me that they had it that way. I was yeah. like, mine was a polar opposite. Mine, I just would just get fat and ugly, and it was just, it was just sad, yeah. But I also, it, I don't, it never... Took me that long because I never. Yeah, had, well, hold up, so I never long. had it took a so heartbreak long. like that though. It took me, I and it took me so long to the point where my mother and my brother kept on being like, "Bitch, it's eight months ago, right?" But and people I don't would, understand that I it is this was, chemical issue that's happening in your. You know brain. what it was? I don't want to say that I I wasn't figuring out how to move past the heartbreak. The wow okay moment in this for me was. The fact that this person was in my life for seven years and just disappeared. I think that's what was messing with me. The wow okay was like, okay, great, you don't want to marry me, cool. But <laughs> that's cool. But you ain't never going to be like, and seen. Right, and just, right. Even, it was like he was an ass. And they just discontinued it. I was like, what? <laughs> he was a good... You know how you go to a grocery store and you're like, wait a minute, they don't got these right. How y'all going to just... I love these. That's how that felt. Uh, shout like, out to Trader Joe's. Fuck you for not having the gluten-free corn for It was five years ago. Okay. A beautiful blue-eyed man that just got discontinued. And it was like, sorry, I mean, I know we didn't give you no alerts. That's what was messing with me. Yeah. And that was the wow okay moment of that heartbreak right, breakups are hard, but like someone just dipping like that is completely... Girl, because you don't know how everybody goes like through breakups. Yeah. Go, oh, I saw my ex. I'll still... Actually, you, you live here. Does anybody know where Roy Bacillary is? Because mm. apparently <laughs> he live in LA, but he doing real good. He With got on a mask or he... <laughs> He good at being invisible. I never That's seen funny. him again. You know what's funny? I think I walked by one of my exes today on my hike. But I he was he not. Said, I ain't going good. on no hikes. I'm not going to no comedy shows. I'm not about to be around no blacks. <laughs> <laughs> he said I ain't gonna be nowhere where she might. He be. just staying in Koreatown right He's now. Somewhere because I. Funny thing is, I I I was telling somebody about this the other day, and I was like, low key, if he was here, I would just get invisible. The new movie <laughs> Invisible Man came out, and I'm like, bitch, I would just get real deaf and blind real fast, like. You know, the mannequin challenge, like, right. I yeah. would just, uh-uh. I mean, it is, it's, 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 it's hard, of course, to go through heartbreak, Oof. but. And being denied of what you want sucks. Well, yeah, of course. That's, being that's that I, Being in love with someone and being told they don't love you back is, whoo. Let me talk right. about it. Wow. Let's get into okay, that. Okay, let's get into that. Heartbreak starts. That's not, that's not even where I was going to go, but that is a great thing. That's when true. you love somebody for real, 
Like you feel it and you love them and you like, I will do anything for you. I want the best for you. And they just and don't they just feel don't, that way for and you. And they are like hardcore about it. That is some. I mean, low key, I feel like the reason why this society nowadays mm. is all about like self-love and, you know, independence and all that thing is because we realize how shitty everyone is and that most people are going to treat you not the way that you should be. They're not going to love you as much as you love them. So you have to get it from inside because... Otherwise, we'd all just be killing ourselves. Like I think it. that is what well, we are, but but <laughs> but yeah, the the suicide rate is pretty high. But yeah. I think that our generation also is what I call the we understand the stove uh, tactic, right? Our our the stove tactic is we won't put our hands on that hot stove again. I mean, our generation that, is very much like that. I wouldn't necessarily because I <laughs> I'm more like all right, that was hot, but how close can I get to it again? Ooh, I burned. Ooh. Can I get this? I I think it's, but as you get older, don't you think that you... Yeah, definitely. So that also brings us to like, where does, after you have that heartbreak shattering experience and you do get yourself back to being normal, what happens next? Do you let yourself fall in love like that? Oh, and also understanding what it feels like to be on the other side of heartbreak. How does that make you feel when you've broken someone else's heart? See, I don't know if I've ever broken someone's heart. I probably just don't know it. I was thinking that. I was like, I probably just don't know it. Um, but I don't, personally, I know if someone's in love with me. I'd be breaking hearts. I know exactly. This bitch be breaking parts left to right. So I get that. But I know. And she, she would just be drinking her wine laughing. <laughs> Not necessarily laughing. Now, if I like this person as a person, a lot of times I'm like, ah, I did not, I knew this was going to go down this road. I knew this was going to come to this and it does bother me. I've had a recent situation where I liked someone a lot. And I knew that I was going to hurt them due to the fact that I was in between something and I was just getting fresh out of a relationship and we didn't expect it to be the way that it went and how the feeling, sometimes you have no control of how you're going to feel about somebody. Sometimes you can be like, oh, I just want to date. You ever had that happen to you? You ever had that happen to you where you're like, I just want to do me and just date and have fun. And then like all of a sudden you meet someone that's like, holy shit, like what is Yeah, this? that's literally waking up for me every single day. So that doesn't like, hello, I'm always like, oh, okay, I just want to have dick. Oh my God, I'm in love with it now. And they're not in love with me. That's why. Oh, that's, so that, that's okay. me all the time. But I'm a, I've never had. I've never been. I've never had someone be in love with me where I was just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Oh my God, that's happened to me. So but I times. can always tell when someone's falling in love with me. Um, I get nervous because I think that I have had that happen to me a lot. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys fall for me and I'm always like, oh no. Yeah, because you two on your phone to be like, baby, oh what? You love me? Damn. I'm glad she said that because they say that, that, people say that about me. You make me, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make this. Okay. Thanks, Ava. No, but it's not a bad thing. You just like, no, like, I probably should do better. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm trying to lock down shows. I'm going to tell everybody this right now. And. Be on social Being media. on your phone does not mean that you cannot pay attention to somebody falling in love with you. I'm just saying. She- no, it's probably true because people say that about me a lot. People are always like, bitch, you be on your shit. You is like, you in love. I've been told that since 2014 and yeah. I don't think Instagram was even that popular. Then. But I'm still your friend, so we good. But people do say that to me like, you be on your phone a lot. Right. But you that- be on your phone. <laughs> and I'm always like, but then no, why- I don't. You be like, but then why are you falling in love with me then? What the fuck? <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. I just, I'm not saying, I'm very in tune to the person that I'm with, so I'm always reading their energy, and I can feel if they're falling in love with me or not. To me, that's just something you can feel. You can tell if someone's looking you in the eye way more than they they would anybody else, and you can tell if they're, like, just saying it for you to hear it, or if they're saying it because they mean it, and so I've never been the person who's been like, oh, this person's falling in love, but I'm not feeling it. If that ever happened, that happened like one time in my life, one time, and it was in, back in college, and this dude... So you're more of a lover, that's good. Yeah, which you're means I get my heart broken way more than they that's, do. That's, good. that's great that you brought that up, because that is a topic we should talk about. Have you been someone that's more of a lover? Someone that goes walking into it with a pure heart of love. There's some people that don't do that. Yeah, that's true. There's some people that do not. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people that don't walk into any situation with a pure... Like, I, for example, I was telling someone the other day, I was like, I'm a passionate lover in right. sex, but I'm not a passionate lover right away. Um, right. It takes a lot to get to that. Like, the the compassion of me right. like being a... 
it takes a while. Some people are just open to that, and that's great. That's not a bad thing at all. And I think that may be the reason why so many men be falling for you because they're like, oh my god, I want a winner. I want, like I need that's to figure no, you're out. probably fucking you know I mean? right. No, which I is get a yeah, lot of that. And especially in society, they're like, oh, these women, like other on the other half is me, who I come into it, you know, with an open mind, open heart. Right. Then people be like, oh, you're, you know, the society says you're too thirsty or you're too. You're I know too what is that? Which I'm is over bullshit. Because I'm I so thirsty for your dick. I don't need your dick. What is this and thirstiness? I don't even need your Low water, sir. Right, I have Thanks. low water. I got I water. Wine. I got wine. I got sparkling water. I got a purifier. I'm good. Okay, what I'm hydrated. Okay, but I, here's the thing: like stupid. that being said, then they get scared that I'm trying to give love, which is like, why are we in this place where showing love and giving love is so like? Ooh, now I, I want to. That's great that. that you brought that up too. Because this brings me to the topic, and I want to ask you, after being heartbroken, how do you proceed? Right, exactly. Okay, so then I was in the two things. How do you proceed? Like, do you feel like you're less... Right. Because I feel like I get less... So I think that... Okay, so my that one real heartbreak that I talked about in the beginning with the guy who I lost my virginity to, it was like after eight years. And that's like, hard as fuck. I never because loved Because when you, you first you. have sex with someone, that is giving your... Is it, first of all, that's pause. Music. First of all, as women, as women, we are letting you enter us. Mm-hmm. That is so much energy. Mm-hmm. That is so much energy. And low key, he to took my enter, energy too. To, so. Whoa, that's another. <laughs> that's another episode, bitch. Okay, but Such I'm just saying, like, as women, you're entering us. You're coming into us. All that energy and for the first time. For the first time. And then eight years later, which, I mean, it wasn't like he That's was, a lot. I was also sleeping with other people. Like I said, we weren't technically together at the time, but... Like, plugging into a wall, if you think about it. <laughs> if you a plug, okay? That's... that's You're gonna keep that's going in the eight wall, the, the same it wall. It ain't that same. you like, oh, it's, this is a new plug. But For eight years. But that plug that you and went inside like, you know, is like... That, they gonna remember that shit different because they like, that other one that was in there was... He was... He was loud. He was... Edgy. It's just that I try to let men know that a lot because I feel like that's why most of the time they say that women are more emotional than men. And I don't believe that's true. Mm -mm. I think that just the way that. We're more open about it. Yes. Because men are. Listen. Oh my God. Aaron Hernandez, pause. (laughs) I ain't got nothing else to say. (laughs) Go to Netflix, watch it right now. Okay. uh, Nightmares. Um, But yeah. You but know, yeah, was, so men, men be emotional too. But I, I, society tells you that you that's a lot to lose your virginity and somebody be like yeah. that. That's crazy. But that's so but hard but it was ridiculous that it was like after eight years and we had this connection. It wasn't just sexual; it was also this connection. Like I had even we he he had lived in China for the, like after we met, I went off to Boston to college and he moved to China for school or whatever. And we wrote on Facebook like fucking paragraph book messages mm-hmm. every morning. I remember waking up every morning for a year and the most excited thing to do was to check my Facebook to see if he had Aww. written to me. That's, that's, oh my God. Let's, Valentine's Day, guys, if you don't have anybody that makes you have butterflies. So I'm what? I'm supposed to do? Stay at home? No, but I miss that. Like, I miss butterflies. You text from someone that you can't wait to hear from or the call from someone that you're like smiling about it and you can't wait to say, pause. Hey. Okay, pause. Here you we know? go. Here we go. You, you were asking me like what heartbreak after heartbreak, what does it turn you into? Yeah. I used to love those things. I fucking hate it now. Anytime I get a butterfly, Ooh. I'm like, mm, see, now I can't talk to you anymore because I got a crush on you and um, that's I, it's always going to go bad. Like, that's good that you said that because I think men do that too. Yeah, maybe. Push, push, push you away or automatically send you a, hey, I think we should end this relationship text. You know, just saying. You know, something like that. You know who you are. <laughs> something like that. Because they get like, oh my God, I can't believe that I felt this way. Right. But it's ridic- But yeah, so like... But I think that's different what you were saying. Like, if you've been heartbroken before, that causes you to respond in that way. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, when you were like, you know... I mean, they call it crush for a reason. Crushes crush you, okay? They just, they just do. They just... Oh my god, that was great. Analogy, crushes crush you. It's like a boulder falling on your soul. I almost built this because that's like, that was pretty good. I was like, yo, you right, nigga. Crushes crush you. So I I'm playing. Okay, that do you think that? I, this is great because we're we're moving great on time. But I do you think that there's a way to avoid being heartbroken? Yeah. Do you think that there is red flags so you can see that this is this situation is going to lead to me being hurt? Step one, if you get butterflies, run. No, I'm just kidding. That don't, 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 that's not true. But um, reading, 
reading someone's energy that's how it really changed for me because I used to really just like like you were saying go into every relationship and be like love and love and happiness and all this stuff yeah and um that wasn't working okay I just kept getting hurt over and over and over again and so now I'll be interested in someone and like I'll know how much energy that I'm putting into that but I'll also be very patient and kind of stand back and see how much energy they're putting in and reading their energy and if I'm and if they're if I can feel their energy really liking me like that then I'll go forward but if not it's it's like you said like the the flame thing it'd be like all right yeah yeah like Mm. I feel like now I I still love love and I still I think I'm in in a great place with it now I think after what happened to me in the past I went through a lot of therapy and a lot of self-love and a lot of self-evaluation with it I think now I'm just more cautious on if I'm going to proceed I am very cautious of how like but if it feels good and there's something that magnetic about it that keeps bringing me back to it I'm like okay We'll keep seeing it, but it's funny because we can we we can sit here all damn day and be like, oh, we be cautious now, we cautious now. But we were hanging out with one of our girlfriends last night, and and she pointed out she was like, Mm-mm, none of those men are good enough for you. And I was like, hold up, do you think like think about all your girlfriends and think about all their men? Do you think that any of those men are good enough for the women? And she's like, no. And I was like, yeah, no female yeah. thinks that any guy like any about that. friends that they have. Is with the guy that's good enough for them because they hide their well two reasons one they see their friends on a high you know pedestal which is great you know we lift each other up but right but because when women talk about men we're basically always talking about all the bullshit that we can't talk through with the guys we release and vent to our friends so they're only the hearing thing is the worst men don't part. do it that way men a lot of times when you like you know ever been out where you're like. You know, with your guy and he has his friend, like they looking, they not looking at if she's great. They looking at all that. She bad, you know. I mean, we do that too. He fine. No. Uh, oh, I'm like, always like, mm, we be like, do he got a job, Keisha? <laughs> Does he have money? Like, yeah. I mean, I would love that. To do fine that shit too, gets real played out in the 30s. Okay, like, so all right, so yeah, in our 20s we're looking for how. Yeah, people you be like, like, oh, he tall. In your 20s, you're like, oh, he tall. Look, he light skin. In your 30s, you be like, how long is his pockets? Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, is he is he punching you in the stomach? If not. Because some people, because okay, we can get into that. Punching you in the stomach, what? Because I'm just saying, like, in your 30s, you could be like stupid and be like, he's stabbing me, but he got money. Some bitches be dumb and keep. Okay, wow. Okay, uh, we gonna. I'm gonna. That's another episode. uh, We'll get into like abusive relationships. But I do know women out here that be like, he got money, but he be like saying crazy shit to me every day. I do know a lot of girls that are married to somebody who is that man that runs a household. They don't gotta have a job, but he disrespectful and he rude and he ain't a good time. Okay, so that brings me to my other part of heartbreak. So you could be in a relationship and be heartbroken. Right. Yeah. But you're okay. So here's another thing. This, this all this scientific method and all this stuff is really a bunch of I like you can tell Ava loves to research. Oh, that's good to say too, because I know women that are heartbroken while being married. Because usually people that are heartbroken are broken up. Right. Have you ever been heartbroken in a situation? Yeah, I feel like women. I know a lot of married bitches. It's like real heartbroken about their husband. Yeah, a but lot of women. Staying, though, so women it's tend to get to that emotional part before men do. So women will emotionally leave a relationship before physically leaving a relationship. Ooh, Ooh, I love it. Yes. I want to clap, but I'm a just. That's <laughs> now so true. true. Yeah. And it is so real. Right. So it's funny because on the flip side, how you were talking about how like your man just like dipped and left that. He may have been a little bit of a girl. Maybe he had a vagina, whatever. Um, oh, so, yeah, it was close. Because, like, men will also be like, uh, so my girlfriend broke up with me and uh, she won't answer any of my calls or anything. We've been together for 10 years. And it's like, yeah, because she was sending you signs for the last year or two that she was not happy and you weren't picking up on Those them. signs, yeah. If your girl just st- loses true. 40 pounds and starts, like, a new anything. Back to my joke, if that bitch fan God. <laughs> If she start a new yoga class or she all of a sudden cut her hair and it's blonde, she finna leave. She leaving. Okay, she so leaving. then don't be. She leaving. She, she leaving and she's getting right. over you. It's a 30-day rebuild right. yourself plan. Right. And that also goes into heartbreak. Mm. The reason why women leave uh, relationships emotionally first before physically is because we are trying to 
stop ourselves from having the heartbreak that she did that mm-hmm. that like death type heartbreak Ooh. so we take it step by step like set like well you know what i don't really feel that connected to him anymore and we let ourselves deal with it and think about it and feel it out for a while and then by the time we're gone we're gone it's like my mother used to tell me like i would never tell my mom used to tell me great stories when she was you know because my mother was 28 when she had me so she was still living her life so I remember her telling me, she was like, I would never tell a man that I was moving out. He would just be like, oh, well, your stuff is starting to leave every day. <laughs> she was like, I would move some new shit you out. You are your mother's daughter. Every <laughs> day. She was like, I would like go to work, but I would take a box with me every day. And by the time I would be like, yeah, I'm never coming back. There would be nothing for me to like worry about leaving behind. I would just leave. And she was like, and they would not notice until like, they're like, dang, like. Ain't none of her clothes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's funny. Because I've done that too with my exes. So then when I finally, finally did leave, they were like, wait, you're actually leaving this time? Because we would argue and fight and I'd come back a whole bunch of times. But every time I came back, I would make sure that I'd take my shit with me so that when we fought the next time, yes. I would didn't ever have Every to woman does it. I've done that before. Right. Men, like, pay more attention. Like I've done that before for sure. I've definitely done that before, where I'm like starting to gradually like right. make and, sure. Yeah. And the reason my is, favorite face wash ain't gonna be there next week. Ooh. Okay, my hair stuff is gonna be gone. You finna be like, oh, all she got is facial cleanser toilets now. Because mm-hmm. those are dollars. We don't save it for your other bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's the thing. Like the reason I I feel like the reason why women do that is because that that going through a year of depression and like heartbreak where you want to come take it different you know be you know medically you know in a psychiatric ward is so painful that we'd rather because men are all like well if she's unhappy why does she stay because we're gradually getting, gradually out, of getting out of we're it we're gradually going through the heartbreak break slowly mm-hmm. so that it's not as you know knife cutting and, and, and jarring and stuff i'm gonna for for time purposes i'm gonna go into what was probably not only my own heartbreak, but have you ever watched your mother or a significant other go through a heartbreak? And I think that watching my mom and my father's divorce and seeing how that affected her and seeing how she dealt with it did really affect me as an adult woman. Mm-hmm. I think that it made me really like, which I, I, I've learned now as an adult, uh, like a lot of women won't admit this, but we should start telling each other this. If your mother is not married or in a great marriage, bitch, she can't give you the best relationship advice. Let's just also, go ahead don't and let, say if your that. girlfriend ain't got herself a man who's Ooh. Prince Charming, which we all know she don't. Can we cling to that? Then do not tell her that. Can we do not let her tell you that the man you're trying to do is shit. Okay. I'm saying I can't stand that. You can say I hope that he treats you better. You can say that. You but you can't say he ain't good enough for you. Now, never I will always be. trust Shut and believe. Shut the fuck up. Right. Where's Shut your man? Up. Right, bitch. <laughs> and I feel like I'm always about listening to someone else's opinion and please give me advice. And I'm always about listening to my mother's opinion and please give Which me I advice. Do. But if you're not in a successful job, relationship, whatever, you can't well, tell me how to be exactly. successful. I don't, I don't mind. I can't stand with my homegirls be like, bitch, he ain't shit. I don't know why you still. And then... You see the same dick that been like treating her bogus for nine thousand years. And she's like, "Well, I'm talking to the mayor man again." You're like, "What is he doing here? Why is he here? <laughs> you told me to leave Darnell, right? How you gonna still have your Darnell, but I can't have mine? Like, I just don't get it. So I gotta be out here without my Darnell dick, but you get to still you have your Darnell. You just didn't want me to have no dick. God damn! I hate that. I hate that so much because mm-hmm. that is true. That is true. I, you gotta have a good home girl. Like me and Alicia have that good home girl relationship. Where we know we had shitty niggas and we just would just applaud each other for being a part of a shitty situation. And just like, bitch, hang in there, you know? And like, I, we do that to this day. With we certain we guys. do that too. Yeah. I always be like, all right, you went back to him. Yeah. All right, so let's see what the problem is. We like, just talk it out. It's mm-hmm. because I don't, honestly, I'll say this too heartbreak or not, I don't feel like anybody is perfect or any relationship is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned from my grandparents, which they were together 51 years. No relationship is perfect. It's really about what you can deal with. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What can you deal with? And I think I've learned that too with certain guys that I know are like every week. I'm like, I can't even believe he's doing this again. But it's like, I guess I can deal with this again. If like, we put it in, a, if, we, if we make it like a magical stew or whatever, we put in whatever you can deal with relationships. Yeah. I want to also love to throw in uh, self-growth. Because if we could all throw in self-growth, mm-hmm. then all those relationships would get better. Like, everybody always just needs to be working on making themselves better and everything. Then, 
And that's important with heartbreak because sometimes heartbreak can steer you to not. It can drown you. Yeah, it can drown you. It can drown you. Which brings me to, I was going to get into a a quick fact uh, about heartbreak. Um, It says 100% uh, that a broken heart and emotional pain can negatively affect physical health says her name is Courtney. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it must be Nesbitt. That's actually my Courtney Nesbitt. last name. Miss Nesbitt says that, uh, who practices individual couples ther- group therapy, uh, she says the mind is a very powerful thing, which mm-hmm. is true. A powerful organ, I'm sorry, which is true. And heartbreak is a very powerful organ as well. So when that happens, heartbreak is a very powerful emotion. When the two combine, it can certainly produce a physical reaction, mm-hmm. which a lot of times goes in a negative place. Right. And that's also the reason why a lot of people, um, well, that and the reason why putting in time and effort is a lot of the reason why people will go back to people that they know they oh my God. no longer want to be yes, with. Ava for that one. Because they're trying to avoid, mm-hmm. they're trying to avoid this physical reaction. Re- negative reaction. It's yeah. basically, unfortunately, it's kind of like addicts. When people people mm. will be like, "Why are you still using it?" Um, I don't codependency. Know. Yeah, yeah. We'll or do dependency. that in another episode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we just talk about codependency because that's Definitely. a real serious thing. But addicts, people don't understand that when you when you when you're addicted to something and you stop using it. Um, by the way, these we'll talk about. This. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw my post I had for her mm-hmm. with this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate you, it whatever. makes me laugh though because mm-hmm. you're like, "I'm not addicted." No, I I'm say a- I'm addicted all the time. Look, okay, look. I'm not smoking these to like bring Let me tell you what's going to break our heart when they shut these down. No, that's not. <laughs> I know they shut them down. I know and I hope they do because these motherfuckers got me hooked. These are not good. I'm not smoking these on here to get. When the U.S. What is it? Do FDA not use shut these. these down. This bitch going to be like, let me tell you how I feel. She's going to have to do an episode of Heartbroken and Fucking Knees. I can't. Jewel, I can't. I can't. No, these are addictive. Do not do them. It's so funny. It's horrible. And I'm addicted know, to wow. it. It's horrible. It's, it's, okay. But I'm going to tell you right now, this happened last night when I <laughs> ran out of my pod. I oh, was, and you got to be ready for out like, of her pod ass, Ava. I had to run to the liquor store and get it. I was like, First you know, of all, you might get a clap out of her and she likes me and she don't clap that much. But she was like, first of all, why are you worried about what the fuck I'm doing? I was like, ooh, bitch. Oh, I did. I, I did. was like, no, I didn't. I did not say nothing. Be careful. Be careful on your walk. She was like, first, like, yeah. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I got told off. I was she like, was like, you don't never care about shit. Don't worry about where I'm going. Wait, I don't worry about it tonight. About and I was like, you probably right. I shouldn't. And I was like, okay. She was like, oh, you going to the liquor store? But we just bought a whole bunch of liquor. And I was like, nigga, don't fucking ask me what I'm doing. I was like, I'll be right here. I'll wait for y'all. These are not good. They are very addictive. Please do not use them. I'm trying to get off them. Anyway, that be that being said, when and They at, smell good, though. Yeah. They do. That's why I do it. No. <laughs> they definitely smell very flavorful. When an addict stops using their body goes through withdrawal. So mm-hmm. withdrawal is a physical reaction to something that's no longer there. Um, the, now the different type of drugs are going to give you different type of uh, withdrawal sy- or yeah, withdrawal syndromes, but it's basically called being sick. So <laughs> when you're it's basically called being sick, well, no, it, that no, is a very the way you said it was funny. Was I used to date someone who was a drug addict. So I know a lot. We of all have, this is LA. I mean, damn. your man right next to you is like, damn, I'm so sick. Of him. I wish he would love me. Like he loved him drugs. Right. Oh, Oh my god, wow, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's real. I wish he loved me like he let him other I wish he would pay for dinners like he paid some them drugs. Okay, <laughs> he's like, you spent a hundred dollars on this every week. Why you can't buy me no shoes? <laughs> I ain't got no bags. Ugh. I be first of all, I've dated a lot of people. I'll be going off. I'll be like, I ain't got need that bag, but you still up in here looking stupid and high. They be like, shut up. I can't. I swear. I'm the worst bitch to date. If, if you don't want a vocal ass, nagging ass, mm. that you don't want to date me. I don't know if y'all have heard of the crazy hot matrix. I would love to I hear. just heard about it. I just sent it to you. I might link it to this video. You should, uh, we should. We yeah. totally should for Valentine's Day. I would Day. love to see what you, what y'all think about your significant others, where they are on the hot crazy yeah. matrix, where you think we are on the hot crazy matrix, and where you think that the person you your next going to date is going to be. Because honestly, yeah, we got to post it for Valentine's Day for sure. It's crazy. But, um, oh my God. But yeah, so the whole thing with the, the addict thing. So, when you are in love, your brain actually does produce um, different chemicals that are like a drug. I mean, I'm not, I can't remember exactly, it's dopamine and all these other things, but there's a specific neuro something that it produces um, so that when it is taken away, it is like, you know, being addicted to a cigarette or being addicted to, well, we're not addicted to this, but addicted. I kind of really like wine. It's I mean, great. I really like it, but we also like put water in it, so it's not even like. True. We want to be skinnier. We skinnier. <laughs> 
Um, I know something about me. I'm sick of y'all. I know. But the truth is, being in love is like being addicted to something. So when you mm-hmm. lose it, oh my God, so you're true. going to try. So when, when people are asking you, why do you keep going back to him? Why do you keep going back to him? It's because you're trying so hard not to be sick as in go through withdrawal Wrong. syndrome from the person. of not oh having that drug. That's See? so true. Boom. Done. Ugh. Okay. We Heart. just saved your whole life. Mm-hmm. Don't fall in love. Don't have feelings. You feel those butterflies. You run for No, the I wouldn't say that. I think love is so beautiful. No, of course love is beautiful. Okay. I think. I, so is wine is beautiful. It's great. Anything is but, beautiful in moderation, but the problem is. In moderation. Yeah. I like that you said that. Right. Exactly. But, or, yeah. Or if you're going to like, I'm gonna, when I quit these, I'm going to quit them slowly. Like we'll how episode, women. Like, did she quit? Yeah. That'd be great. Jules. Uh, but that's also like when women are emotionally getting out of relationships that's why they do it slowly and then physically get out of it because they're trying to like wean themselves off yeah you know what i mean i think that also just in in case i hope y'all know when uh women have sex uh there is when we orgasm there is a specific chemical only only in females that is released to make us be almost low-key in love feel in love with the person that is Right next to us. Hell yeah, because you're like, I don't think, I'm, like, I'm holding on to this motherfucking dick. And that is specifically biological reasons. You just made me feel like this, I'll kill you. No, it's not. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay, but no, it, it's kidding. like your body releases. I was joking. At, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I was like, I won't kill you. Everything anymore. we basically say is a joke anyway. Um, no, but that's because uh, it's biologically we do it, or the bodies do it so that like, if this person just impregnated me and I'm in love with him and I sit no, I next to dog, him. So. Okay, <laughs> and I stick next to him, then he will protect the children that he just put in me. So yeah, but it, unfortunately, which sucks because we also have this cognition now. You know what I mean? Whoever set us up for this bullshit that's putting. So in I'm our saying, head, if you got uh, dear co- God, I'm gonna need you to change. Right? It's 2020, and I need to be thinking like I want a French bulldog. Nobody needs to be protected. Yes. Oh my God. I'm, and I'm not trying to be impregnated. So take this goddamn like yeah. Even to ruin my abs. For right. This. So no. like women, when you about to come. You push that nigga off, you get him 10 feet away from me. No, you just start, as soon as you come, you just be like, I'll trust my head down, take my nails. And you be like, oh, you, you got to think of something else. Like, just don't think that this is, no. Mm-mm. I know, I know. I, I guess even if being in my hardest score, because I feel like I'm a hardcore girl. I mean, like, but the one good thing about But that, I definitely feel like when he, like, make you feel like that, you definitely be like, oh my God, like, I. I mean, I can get over this. Oh, here, look. So the, 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 the drug is released in your, in your body you, when girl. you have don't sex. Don't let it happen to you, girl. Don't talk to him for three days and you go back to normal. <laughs> I <Okay>. can't see <laughs> Kind of serious, but kind of true. Right. Uh, no, but the, that specific uh, chemical, don't talk to him for three days and you'll feel like you normally do. It's like, you know, ooh, okay, I was hungover, now I'm okay. Um, but <laughs> being in love, now that's a whole different other story. That is, like, a, like we're talking about, this heartbreak is real. And yeah. God forbid... If you lose someone that you love, like, by dying. That is just, okay, let's end this on this. Like, how do you... Find support of anyone, anyone. Oh, my God. Just have the best circle ever, if anything. And I know, and just like how she was saying when when she went through her heartbreak with her fiancé, people would be like, are you not over it? You're not over it? Don't Mm -hmm. listen to anything like that. Yeah. Like, you got to gradually take your own time to get over something, honestly. Right. It's not really up to what everyone else says, or therapists. Right. Really, it's really not up to what anyone tells you, the level of how you need to move on from it. I think the best thing to do uh, is really to to understand that people are people. And nobody ever really wants to hurt anyone, honestly. I don't think... And nobody wants to die. I mean, that's... None of that. I don't think... Honestly, from that heartbreak, I've learned that no one wants to hurt anyone. No one really does. It's just people are people, and you can't control what anyone else ever does. I think if you do fall in love, which you should. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. I, I think when I'm in love, I'm so great, and I'm vibrant, and my skin's clear, and I'm happier, and it's so awesome. I think I love being in love. I'm a Libra and I got a Virgo. Yeah. No, no, my Venus is, so is in Scorpio. Oh, God. And I and I feel like I love to provide. And I'm one of those women that I don't want to like. Cause the new age woman is like, oh, he can't tell me shit. I ain't. I would like my man to try to tell me something. I like him to try to like be like, baby, you should do it this way. Like I'm such open to that, and I want to be a provide that for my man too. I want I to be as invested in us as we are invested in them. in them. But I think the best way and healthiest way to get in love now is to. Not only cautious. have like a ma- no have have a lot of self love, but also right. have things in your life that you're into, and I think that's what a lot of people don't think about. Like, what do you like to do for you? 
what is that inspires you? And you can never let that die with the person that you're with. And the reason, and it was crazy because I've actually been researching that recently um, on my own. And people say like, oh, that's what attracts other people to you. But to be honest, that's kind of like your fail safety thing. So if he does leave you or he doesn't leave you right, you still have the things in your life that you loved so that you don't go through this fucking heartbreak. So true. That literally could kill you. Like, I mean, I mean you cannot avoid the fact that heartbreak is going to make you feel some way. Like, I don't think you can avoid that. It's a part of life. It's a part of being the process of taking the risk of being in love. Like, you, if you want a relationship, you have to be prepared for it. It may not work out. That's what it is. You, you will. But I think now what I know as a woman that if it doesn't work out, the love that I have for myself now is so different that I will go through the heartbreak and I will go through the, the symptoms of what we just read to you and what I just said. But I don't think it'll be as long. Right, true. I yeah. think the things so, that yeah, I... So the good part... Finding the hikes, I love right. that. Finding the thrifting, I love going thrift store shopping. It's my everything to myself. I love comedy. I, I mean, now, when you find that, though, too, you'll be able to find a, the best significant other for you, too. True. Because now that I've gotten so into the things that I love, when I am in a relationship with someone and I am into them, I never let them distract me from the things that I do on my everyday basis. True. And also, like, yeah, okay, so, yeah, I was kind of saying, you know, how going through heartbreak can kind of dull you to wanting to be in love again or, you know, stop you from going in full-heartedly again. But the truth is, going through a heartbreak, everyone will at one point in your life. You whether cannot avoid that. Because even if, it, even if you're lucky enough to not have anyone break your heart through relationships, someone you will know will die at some point in your life. That's just life. We live and we die. That is life. Um, but... Going through a heartbreak and getting through it, you will always know that you can still survive. And, and when again. it happens, you just got to say, wow. Okay. Okay. That's what you're doing? Right. That's what's happening? Okay. 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 Well, wow. I lived through it before. I will live, live through, through it again. again. Okay. And I look better after. Life is a long <laughs> journey and you're going to go through so many heartbreaks and it's never going to be. And then I hate to say this, but this is true. My mother told me growing up, nothing lasts forever. Literally. Nothing lasts forever. What lasts forever is the moment you build, the memories you have, the heart you carry. If that those that's things cute are because even those don't last forever. Because when you die, your memories go away. But okay. Oh my god, that's another episode. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We gonna talk about conspiracies soon. Oh I'm my god, so excited. Oh my god, I can't oh, wait too. But this has been a good episode, and I want to say to everybody, Happy Valentine's Day. I happy Valentine's like, Day. We hope you don't have heartbreak. We hope you find your love. But and if I know you do, like a, know that you will get through your heartbreak. Yeah. Right? Know that it is just your body reacting to something shitty. And and if and you'll somebody okay. doesn't want, I think that we all need to start realizing that the work that we're all putting into ourselves mm-hmm. is great so if someone doesn't see that man and female come yes. on man. if someone doesn't see the work you're putting into yourself and who you are don't feel bad just understand that they're just not for you yeah and not even just that they're not for you but they're not on your level yet they're not if they don't recognize now let's not say that for the people that are like clueless and they just think they perfect and now be aware of yourself now uh, that's you what I meant like if, if you think that you perfect you're not and if you can't realize that, then the person who's leaving you realizes that you don't realize that and needs to move on Which because they're wow, okay? okay, if you keep getting your heart broken by the same scenario. And the same looking kind of person, we know that person. Then it's you, boo. Then you're going to go ahead and have to say, wow, okay, I got to pick a different, <laughs> I got to pick a different setup. I got to be different. Like, be aware of that. But I think that, I think it's great. I, I used to not believe in Valentine's Day, but. I feel like I think this is great a national holiday where we all remind ourselves that we should show love to people. Was it St. Valentine's like something evil? It was probably bad. you know in America he probably was doing they'd be stealing all the time. And, and, I mean like Pavlov was was like cutting dogs heads over. St. Valentine, Valentine was raping bitches. I think probably he, he was, was like a, Jack the Ripper. I he mean, was somebody shady, but <laughs> let's just we made it a positive. The same thing with Santa Claus. He's a thief. Oh my god! That nigga was climbing in houses and going. They didn't tell you all the real story. He's a thief. He's a stealing. Like, while he's giving you presents, First of all, how did he get in my chimney with his taking a mortgage, okay? Don't even worry. I don't need... And then, you know, that Michael Jackson's like, he's fucking your mama, too. Santa Claus, listen. 
we made it into a positive. <laughs> and I think that this is a good time to tell the person next to you because we are in a crazy time in our lives. So it's always important to tell the person next to you that you love them and yes. appreciate them. Don't be afraid. Okay, whatever love heartbreak. love is bigger okay. than just a relationship. It's about friendship. Forget heartbreak and intimacy and vulnerability and yes. all that bullshit. Love is amazing. And you tell everyone that you love that you love them. Even if you're scared they won't say it back. Even if you're scared that, like, you don't know how to... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, the one thing in this world that actually makes you feel alive is love like love tell your mom you love her tell your dad you love him it, tell your sister your brother your your lover tell your best yes. friend i love you i love you too boy. oh my god happy, happy valentine's, valentine's day, day y'all <laughs> this has been another fun ass episode of wow, wow okay. okay let me know what you think and send us some valentine's day shit i mean mm-hmm. i need twenty dollars i'm not sure but what I, like, I was gonna say i'll do but, like some roses but yeah twenty dollars i'm down no, there I, 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 you can fold my twenty dollars into roses Ooh. I like that even better. Do that. All right, all right. Uh, Please follow us and comment and subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts now. Super excited about that. Also, follow me, Fatima Talia, on my Instagram page. I'm everywhere out here doing stand-up. I will be in Chicago, coming up soon, and everywhere else. And ask me if you want me to come to your city, because I can make that happen. She will. I will. Yeah. Okay, and I'm Ava Ray Walker. You, I mean, you'll see us all around. You we planning on doing together. some shit together coming to city. So Ooh, you want to do that? Tell too. us if you want us to have a yeah, live show. Yeah, you want a live show in your city? Uh, and You trying to get us to come together? Make me, make me, make me, make me, make me happen. All right, all right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Bye. Bye.